This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. What's up, guys? What's up, my fellow fuckos? How's everyone doing tonight? Um, it's your boy Wendell. Um, back with it with a new episode here. Um, let's see how you guys like this one. This one's more of like a gear review episode. Um, uh, your boy picked up the Matthews Title Thirty Six, so I'm gonna go over. All the claims that Matthews makes about this bow, what I think about it. Um, but first, I wanted to drop some good news on you guys. Something that can help the listener. Um, Archery Unfiltered it now has a discount code for West Coast Archery Shop's online uh, website. Or our online store. So, I guess uh, in a way, that the show's picked up a new sponsor, right? And that goes to benefit you guys, generally, somehow. Um, this is probably the more monetary, the most monetary uh, <laughs> benefit that I can lend you guys, other than telling you guys to not buy stuff. <laughs> so, if you're going to buy stuff, and you want a discount, if you go to westcoastarcherishop.com, use the discount code UNFILTERED, alright? Um, that'll get you 10% off. If you are going to buy a Matthews title, it'll get you a hundred percent or I'm sorry, a hundred percent, a hundred dollars off a title bow. If you're going to go into West coast and you're going to, uh, pick up a title, you tell them you listen to archery unfiltered, they'll give you a hundred dollars off right off the top. If you call me ahead of time, I can give you some up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, select, start cheat codes. That gets you even more of a discount. Okay, so if you want a Matthews title and you want a good, a good fat discount, hit me up. Then, uh, you know, you guys either hit me up on Instagram or Facebook, message me, whatever you want. Um, I'll give you the cheat codes. You go to West Coast. You tell them I I listen. <laughs> Tell them I listen to Wendell on Archer Unfiltered, the big queef, and um, they'll give you, I mean, you don't have to call me a queef, but they'll they'll give you a hundred bucks off plus the cheat code that I told you about. All right. So, um, yeah, check it out. All right. It's pretty cool. West Coast is extending this huge discount code to our listeners. Or I should say, the discount code is ten percent off anything off the site. So if you want something that you know that I use, i.e., gold tip arrows, true ball release, they got Axel sites which are hard to come by. You know, there's always that shortage because uh, true ball Axel's what contracted out by <sighs> by Tesla or or uh, they're contracted out by someone. They're they're making like missile parts or something. So, yeah, um, I just want to thank West Coast for sponsoring the show, and uh, hopefully you guys go over there and buy something so they know they're not wasting their time with me. All right, so it's discount code unfiltered. Let's get on with the show here. So, I had the joy of picking up the title, uh, the Matthews title. I've been talking about this for a while. I know I've been like, a big fan of the elite bows, but um, when the title came out, I mean, it looks like a lot like a Bowtech. I, I threw my name on the list to get one. I got a mint one with le- uh, white limbs, just like old Levi and uh, Dan Boy McCarthy had at that ASA. Um, guys, I'm going to go for this bow. I'm probably going to go all in. I'm probably going to try... Well, I'm not going to say probably. I am definitely going to try their stabilizer system out. And I know for years now, I have just been, you know, a diehard carbon craft, carry my bars over to the next bow and see what's out there. Um, But there's something about the Title 36 and its ability to adjust stabilizer length by like half inches. 
I think that's what they call it, half-inch increments, that I feel like is just an endless sea of adjustment at this point. And you guys know, if you listen to this show, I talk about like the most important things on the bow. Aside from having your bow tuned, right, timed, you know, timed properly, you get a clean tear through paper or you get a clean bear shaft to hit downrange, well, then everything after that is going to be how you, like, as far as how, what you feel is going to be like your bars, basically, you know, that's going to be your, it's going to be your hold and how you execute, um, in relation to that hold. And I feel like this adjustable bar system is like an infinite sea of acquiring that, a hold that works for you. <laughs> now, that does mean I could figure out the exact, using this, you know, what do they call it? Uh, is it bridge lock? Well, I don't want to, let me, let me not fuck this up. Let me see, what is it? Uh, yeah, bridge lock, bridge lock technology, bridge lock technology. They use it in the site and they use it in their stabilizers. And I intend to use that bridge lock to figure out, you know, what the perfect bar lengths are for me. And uh, I've never, I mean, I've always just kind of gone off of, you know, what, it's like having a, an infinite number of stabilizer bars, basically. You don't have to order different lengths. You have all the different lengths because this shit's adjustable. So I want to get on that and just see how far down the rabbit hole goes. Um, I do like the bridge lock has a thing for like uh, for sites. Um, so I got my XL site in this. I'm digging that. Nice and uh, low profile. I went as all out as I could already. And I got the, uh, the tri-rest, the blade tri-rest. Uh, those are cool. Um, I did a setup video with the tri-rest that shows something I don't know if many people see on these things. But uh, me and Alan Burnetta go over. We, we did a little video of how I'm setting this bow up. And the tri-rest, if you guys ask me, the tri-rest is ugly. <laughs> the QAD tri-rest is kind of ugly. Because um, it, it has that weird tail on the back. But if you're not running your blade off the like the way far back end of the the rest, they have the option to cut it down. And I mean, it looks really cool for me. <clears throat> there's that phrase I hate. But for me, I've always to torque tune a bow. For me, I've always run the blade as close to the riser as possible. And then I, you know, I use the sight, but um, I get the best results with the blade just close up. So I'm using the tri rest. I have it cut down it looks really cool um i mean not that the only thing that you guys should be concerned about is shooting x's i mean i guess if there's a part that looks goofy but you shoot 30x games fucking sign me up <laughs> i'll use it <laughs> so okay let's get into some things um i wanted to address let off these bows come with 70 percent, 75 and 80 I got mine with 75% and I'm shooting 60 pounds. There is a noticeable, like, zero valley on this bow. And uh, I've heard this bow described by a handful of people to me as extremely aggressive. Um, like, guys that I really respect and admire have told me this bow is way too aggressive for them. I don't know what let off they're shooting. I would imagine 70% is extremely aggressive because 75, there's pretty much no valley and it just has a slight dip into the wall. Um, I do have an 80% mod coming just because I know myself. I know how lazy I like to shoot, like my shooting style is. I feel like a, a nice fat valley dip into the wall is kind of what I always lean towards. The bow comes with 75%. I started shooting it. I might stick with 75%. It kind of reminds me of the old spiral cams. And the holding weight on this bow is not a lot. On 75%, the holding weight is exactly what you what you think it would be. I think it's something like probably 13 or 14 pounds. The holding weight's easy. If you, I think, well, I don't know. So here's the thing. The very first time I drew it back to shoot it through paper, I bounced off the wall, right? 
But I did this thing where I draw back, and it's like I'm coming to anchor as I hit the wall. And I, all I did after that was draw back into the wall and then anchor. And never came off the wall again after that. So I don't know. I, you know, again, that's, there's, it's not under a pressure situation. It's, uh, you know, it's kind of just me effing around. I, I've managed, as far as I can tell, to tame 75%, but I think we should wait until I put some numbers down. Let's see what kind of numbers I can put down with this thing before um, I, you know, start talking about what, what let off I like the best. I have 80% coming, just in case. Um, but, you know, to to people out there that are concerned with how this bow draws, draws super smooth. I think the only thing that's going to concern some people is the lack of valley. And that's if you shoot, if you shoot 70%, that's going to be aggressive. I'm sure of it. Uh, I'm digging 75. I'm working it out. And uh, it seems to be agreeing with me right now. <laughs> I kind of do that though with like, like new bows. I go through like a honeymoon phase. I, I even got down with the Stratos when I first shot the Stratos, and I, I shot a handful of 300s, like, right out of the gate with the Stratos. And uh, even though I did not like how that, that bow drew back, um, it's still, you know... Oh, I'll, I'll give me the benefit of the doubt here on this one. Th- this bow feels like something I like. And we'll see uh, We'll see if I still like it after a couple weeks. But as of right now, I'm, I'm a fan. <clears throat> um... So these bows come with the switch weight cam system. So again, you, like you can sw- like with the with a mod, you can switch between poundage. Um, I was thinking of doing like fifty five pounds and eighty percent. So I might do that if I'm feeling like I'm getting really weak. I have a sixty and eighty coming. I'm just uh, planning for all options. You know, say it turns out my shoulder's still fucked. You know, still fucked and. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be as nice for me as I thought it was. Uh, I'm gonna lighten this thing up a little bit. But right now, 60 pounds don't feel like much. The I think the the let off percentage is the thing that you know is kind of gonna determine what that valley feels like or that dump before you hit the back wall. And I have it. You know, 75 percent. I don't know if I already said this, but it feels like the old spiral cam, the old Hoyt spiral cam. Where it's just like drawback and then boom, you're right there. So, you know, that's what I got into this game shooting was the spiral cam. I went spiral cam right away when I started shooting tournament archery because that's just what people said. That's what you need. Um, back wall feels solid. Bow's dead in the hand. Uh, you know, it's all that stuff you can expect from a modern bow. Um, that whole dead in the hand thing both feels fast, you know. It feels a lot like a, a Bowtech Reckoning Gen 2. As it should. I mean, it looks a lot like it too. But, uh, you know, this thing does have eight limbs with a little damper in between. So maybe it's more dead in the hand? I don't know. Um, let's go over the uh, top-mounted axles. That seems like a Bowtech thing that they stole. Um, shorter limb profile... I'm just going off of the uh, the Matthews description here, and I'm gonna, gonna you know kick things on and off and say what I what I think is bullshit and what isn't. The wider limbs, <laughs> they are noticeably wider, and I want to get like tell you guys, our true hooligan did this post about. Oh, the wide limbs gonna require you to buy a a three hundred dollar bracket to use your last chance press. That's not true. I don't know. Like they think that's true, or who told them that. But I literally pressed my bow twice last night using my last chance <coughs> easy green press with zero mods to it. Now, if for some reason you do that and blow your bow up, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that would happen. Uh, but I pressed my bow a couple times at my buddy Allen's house. He doesn't have the, the wide bracket. Uh, I don't have it. It works totally fine. So... um. I don't know why, like, maybe it was, they were just thinking it, or, or maybe Matthew said they, you need it, I don't know, um, but don't freak out, okay, you don't have to go buy a $400 press piece, it'll work in your, in the press that you got, 
if you have a last chance press. The wide axle or the wide limbs, I think, is why this bow tunes so well. So I, I don't know why, but this bow tunes bullet hole for me out of the like right out of the box. Um, I put the uh, the far left mods on or the far left top hats on because that's what I did on the TR TRXs and got right tears. <clears throat> Went back to the standard top hats, the ones it came with. And 1316s on the rest, boom, bullet hole. So it's kind of weird. I don't understand why that is. I think it has something to do with the wider limbs. But I'll be, you know, <laughs> I'll be damned if I know why exactly. So stand, keep that in mind, guys. Standard top hats. You're not going to have to top hat like crazy over to one side. To Most likely. I mean, I know my form is dog shit, and I torque the hell out of a bow. Um, let's see. Top-mounted axle with proven RDP, resistance phase damping technology. Tackles vibration at the source. But yeah, there's no vibration on this bow. It is truly dead in the hand. But wasn't the TRX? The TRX is a pretty clean shooting bow. Granted, this bow has a different limb geometry. I mean... It's still dead in the hand, but so is so is the Reckoning Gen 2. <laughs> I can't talk for most other brands. I mean, the Hoyt ain't, but the Hoyt's got different, you know, pluses and minuses to it. Um, it could be, okay, they did a, a limb pocket that lines up, the rear, like, axle of the limb pocket lines up with the grip, and everyone's doing that now. PSC's doing that. I want to say Bowtech's doing it. Um, the Stratos has it. It's a, it's a huge feature for their bow. This bow also has it. So it has a different kind of, you know, when it comes to like what they call like reflex riser or whatever, that feel is a little different. Um, you won't notice it at full draw, but it does something with torque, I'd imagine. And that's why it could be another reason why the bow tunes so good out of the box. Granted, keep in mind, guys, tuning is just one thing. I don't. Don't let me uh, overhype the tuning part because it's just one half of it. The other half is aiming it and shooting it. So the feel of the bow, the hold, that's all, you know, a whole other uh, basket of monkeys that are, are is important. Um, let's see. I have not shot a bear shaft with this. So with my elite bow, I can shoot a bear shaft out to about 60 yards and, and hit dead nuts. Um that's also shooting a bullet hole through paper. With this bow, I have not shot a bear shaft, but it does shoot a bullet hole right down the middle with a triple X. So I am excited about that. Um, I'm guessing bear shaft's going to hit to the right for me just because of the Matthews bows it always has, but everything's different so far on this bow. So we'll see. I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'll keep it, I'll keep it honest here. Uh, another thing that I was a little... <laughs> I had plans on that were different. The uh, the eight ounce solid brass weight on the bottom. I had this idea that as soon as I pick this bow up, that weight's coming off. <laughs> because personally, I like the weight to be at the ends of my stabilizers. At least this is what I'm thinking, right? Um, shooting this bow, picking it up, you don't even notice that brass weight. This bow feels just like every other. Matthew's bow that's come around. You know what I mean? I almost feel like they put that weight on there. Maybe the bow feels too light without it. I don't know. Maybe when I shoot my first 299, <laughs> that weight's going to come off and it's going to go to the ends of the bar somehow. Maybe. Um, that's what I'm thinking. But as of right now, I actually kind of enjoy shooting it with the weight on. So it stays. Uh, I'm not taking it off. The bow feels just like my last Matthews bow with it on. Um, let's go over the bow strings, the match bow strings. <laughs> my buddy Vincent calls these the <laughs> ultra RoboCop strings, <laughs> just because they they got some hype behind them. So Matthews is now building um, their strings with uh, BCY 452X Ultra Low Wax, which is kind of the industry standard. I'm going to say it seems to be like the industry standard nowadays. Um, 452 is 
always well i shouldn't say nowadays 452x has been the standard for a long while now and uh it seems like the last three maybe four years natural is like the king right and the big thing around natural is is it's one of the ultra low wax strings i know um tom parkinson's builds hit strings with ultra low wax his are natural he packs a lot of um you know a lot of fibers into a bundle and his strings are bulletproof i don't know what the strand count is for these for the match uh they are calling them match like you know kind of like the eastern match grade arrows the the whole match thing is like implies that it's you know you can't get any better than this i'm gonna see how long i can shoot these for without switching them out uh just to put them through a torture test you guys know how i am about strings i'm super picky i don't like i don't like having to retime shit over and over again i don't like seeing wear from like your face <laughs> i've seen that like my buddy's bow literally wears uh, like his string he was shooting gas strings and that's why i was kind of shitting on gas strings but maybe my buddy just needs to shave but my buddy's face is so rough from like stubble you can see where he puts his face on his string it's all frayed up. I'm going to torture test these. I'm going to shoot the fuck out of the match strings. Um, I don't know if you guys had heard, but like, they're saying that gas would make um, like pro staffers strings and then put the zebra shrink tubing on it. <laughs> There's like a rumor going around. I don't know if that's true. It's, I think it is true that gas makes, quote, zebra strings for Matthew's pro staffers or Matthew shooters. Um... What's different about the match strings? Well, they got shrink tubing that says match on them. I I think that's it. <laughs> as far as I can tell, these look like zebra strings. Okay? The end loops aren't served. Do, do they need to be? No. Um, I think it's a luxury thing. I think there is... I mean, there might be some benefit of having your end loop served, but... A couple years ago when I got my 38, um, I shot the stock strings for, I think, a year. And only had to retime them like once or twice. They were fine, you know? And that was back when they were legit zebra strings. Um, Nick Ingham from the Flingham, you know, Flingham bow strings. The strings he made for my hunting bow. Um, the end loops aren't served. Shit works fine. I have no complaints. So, don't be dissuaded by the fact that these do look a lot like zebras. I think the difference here is the ultra low wax 452x fiber. Um, <clears throat> why low wax, and why is that kind of becoming the the popular one? Well, on a hot day, a bunch of wax won't bleed out of your string, won't change the speed, therefore changing your sight marks. So you kind of have a little more stability in that respect. You know, you don't have to worry about something changing on a hot day with these. Um, says, uh, preconditioned to eliminate stretch, peep rotation, serving separation, and any additional time in a bow press. Okay. Yes, no, yes. Okay. Um, I'm getting the, the same amount of peep rotation on this as I do with every other bow. It's not going to be something. I have never had one where you just stick the fucking peep in there and pull it back and it's absolutely straight you got if you're gonna you know fine adjust your peep height it's gonna rotate on you and then you have to work it out in a press or you have to jam some shit in your string and and get it to come back straight that way um i did the build process of starting with a knock point and then doing a d loop if you guys watch the chris b video he puts his peep in first and then ties his d loop around that um i'm pretty sure he still has to go to the press to align that peep and get it to come back straight so yeah I th it took me like 20 minutes on the press you know you gotta kind of gotta shoot the bow to get the string to settle into the cam uh pockets you know and that'll get the peep to settle where it's gonna be and then you know i like to go off the bottom um string you know if you're like the string on the cam, the main string, 
I go on the, the bottom side, the opposite side of the peep to adjust because it's, you know, you do a turn there and it, it adjusts where the peep position is by like a quarter or a half. Oh, with the strings, timing this thing. Two turns or, or two twists on a string makes a huge difference as far as your timing goes. And maybe that means I need to shoot the bow and get it to settle in, but you get a lot out of like half twists on these strings. I think it's this style. Um, the the Matthews title has a string and cable system real similar to the um, the Triax. And most of their hunting bows, I think, that came after that, like the VXR and stuff like that. I, I just had the Triax when the Triax was out, and it has the same like saddle split yoke thing um, that the Triax had. You know, I got no problem with it. I got nothing bad to say about it. It's a lot of strings, though. If you're gonna, um, if you're gonna work on your bow and you're gonna change out to aftermarket strings, it you know, you gotta do it carefully. It's <laughs> another reason why I'm sticking with the <laughs> match grade strings for as long as possible. I just don't have time to, uh, you know, be fiddling with all this. But uh, let that be known, guys. I think you know Matthews very much hyped the match bowstring and i think you guys need to know ahead of time of what it is i do believe it is a zebra string made out of 452 low wax with a match string tubing with that being said is that you know something you can't work with no that's definitely something you can use and work with what else we got here we talked about the bridge lock tech i do like that um i'm going to try them bars out um, okay. I think this is in regard to the bars. But it says an integrated machine carbon bar is up to 40% more rigid than other premium target bars. That makes me De Niro face. Where I just go, hmm. You think so? A skeletonized frame decreases crosswind drag up to 36% over bars of the same length and stiffness. This is actually on the Lancaster website and their description. While the proprietary adjustment system allows for micro-tuning of half-inch increments. Okay. The 48% more rigid than premium target bars. I don't know about that. I should probably strap that bar to my um, my little deflection jig and we should see. In the past, with tube design, like I've researched tube design because I wanted to get into making designing a stabilizer the two strongest beams that you can have is like an I-beam and a tube a, a, a hollow tube this is an I-beam and what we are all used to shooting is a hollow tube the carbon craft stabilizer and I would argue probably a handful of top tier bars I want to say What's that bar that everyone's shooting? Oh, damn it. My buddy Austin shoots him. I think a handful of bars out there are going to be stiffer than this. Okay, only because unless your system is hollow, like there is some amount of stiffness that comes from something being hollow. That's why bicycle tubes are hollow. Right? Granted, they went the route of the I-beam, which is also insanely strong. But I, you know, saying crosswind drag up to thirty-six percent over bars of the same length and stiffness, I'm gonna call bullshit on that. I think what you feel during a crosswind is the wind hitting your dinner plate-shaped body. Okay, the stabilizer is like the smallest part on there. When they're adjusting bikes for pro riders on, uh, in a a wind tunnel, the main thing they're doing is adjusting your positioning, like your body positioning, so that you're leaning over like a downhill skier. You're not going to get a ton of aerodynamics out of the bar. And a little unknown fact, guys, when you're dealing with stuff under, like, I want to say 50 miles an hour, you actually use models for fluid dynamics. Like in, in shit like bicycles and and what have you, they use fluid dynamics or a modeling for fluid dynamics. And the difference between, you know, 
even even that wind cutter bar that used to exist, like that profile is not. Um, that's an aerodynamic profile. So even that, you wouldn't notice a difference between that and a regular tube stabilizer. It would have to be huge. It would have to be what they call a five to one ratio. So like it'd be have to be one inch tall, five inches wide. Or I guess what would that be conversely in half inches? Half inch tall, and then a half inch times five. Two and a half inches wide, basically. If, if you wanted some kind of aerodynamic, um, or I'm sorry, fluid dynamic uh, advantage, right? That's a big, that's a big ass bar. Um, so yeah, uh, what you're feeling is, is your body getting blown around the, by the wind. I, I mean, and the wind's going to blow your arrow around too. I don't think, I think the last thing you got to worry about is your stabilizer. With that being said, I do think the stabilizer system is the bomb because you get half inch length increment adjustments. I am fucking jazzed to ju- try that. So let's see what else do we got? Switch weights. I mean, that's pretty much it. I I set the bow up with Alan Burnetta, shot it a handful of times through paper, came home, put my baby to bed, and shot it some more downstairs. I'm really liking the bow so far. And I'm working on a little project of making some uh, side plate grips for the title. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of research here so I can see. Make sure it doesn't F with you guys that want to run the Manus. It does have a little pocket. I don't know why they're not talking about it so much, but the Mantis, there's like a little pocket for it for some kind of Mantis uh, product that's going to come out. Uh, let's see what else is cool about this. They got the Stay of Field system. I didn't buy it. I'm going to use a press every time. Um, but the Stay of Field is kind of neat. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Soup to nuts. This thing is uh, Matthew's. I want to say this is Matthew's version of the reckoning, but it's got its own, it's got its own goodies on it. Um, I mean, the big one for me being like the things that I'm really boned up over is the stabilizer system, just because that's that's it. That's the that's the rabbit hole that I'm gonna be fucking with a ton. Right now, I'm shooting it with uh, four ounces on the front, four ounces on the back. I haven't put down a 300 yet. So I'm going to start shooting 300 rounds on Monday, and we'll see how it goes. I want to do uh, a thing for you guys. Well, it's also it's mainly for me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna video and, and put, up my, um, put up my practice in the morning. I don't think I'm going to do Vegas this year, guys. I don't think wifey is going to be too cool with that. But I'm going to try to hit as many indoor shoots as possible. And... Like so, I'm gonna document via video, right? My practice in the morning. You know, if you guys wanna, if you practice by yourself, you could play it, and it'll sound like you're shooting with someone who doesn't listen to you and only talks, because <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. I'll just be talking, but um, I'll post up where I start, like what my score starts with, and then where I end up. So I know shooting indoor right now. There's three guys. Maybe four guys that can beat me, like in the local area, just right out of the gate. Maybe even five guys. Just 100% of the time, they will beat me on the line. And they're going to be at probably every one of these events. So I got to practice. I got to practice to at least not make that a gimme for these guys. And I'm just being realistic. I know that the game is always you versus you, right? It's never you versus other guys. But the bar is set. You know, these guys are going to set the bar like 300s in competition is what's what it's going to take. One of these dudes is going to hit it every time. A Mr. Kiocho, a young Mr. Kiocho. He's the NorCal Bodie. Um, he's going to shoot 300s every time. So unless I can pull that off, I'm shooting for second. And then there's guys, other guys that will shoot 300s that we're going to bump that down to like fourth or fifth. So, um... You know, I got the bow. Daddy's back. We're gonna we're gonna put some practice in, and we're gonna uh, try and close that gap here. I plan to do this like every day, and 
get disciplined about it. I have been waking up to exercise. That's kind of been my MO right now is get healthy and exercise. I'm going to give up exercising and get back to shooting. Because, I mean, yeah, I only get like an hour of free time a day. But, man, the last thing I want to do is go out and get my ass whooped. I, I like at least going out on the shield, you know. So, I'll go over my arrow build. I got some new triple X's coming in. Uh, we'll go over that in a little bit. In the meantime, I'll go over the little tweaks that I'm doing to this bow that, you know, are making it, you know, making it the bomb. Uh, one cool thing that Hans from West Coast did, I mean, he timed it up for me, and then I went ahead and fiddled with it further. I don't know. I didn't even have to. I shouldn't have. But the uh, the Matthews string from the factory, the cables that go down to the um, saddle, they they were twisted kind of funny. Hans does this thing where he... He takes it off. He took it off for me. He straightened it, twisted it like smooth and evenly, put it back together. He did it in like 30 seconds. <clears throat> I know for me it would take me like 10 minutes to do that. Um, but it looks fucking clean. The whole bow looks clean as shit. So I'm super jazzed, guys. I I cannot express how excited I am to shoot this bow. I don't deserve it. <laughs> so <laughs> let's make it. Let's uh. Let's make West Coast feel like it's worth sponsoring the show. Okay, guys? WestCoastArcheryShop.com. Check it out. Uh, discount code UNFILTERED. Use UNFILTERED to get 100 bucks off a title at the shop. If you're going to go in there, God damn it, hit me up first. And ask, ask me for the cheat code, okay? Get the cheat code from me. Go pick up a title. Check out the West, uh, West Coast Archery Shop online. Or just WestCoastArcheryShop.com. Check out their online store. We got XL sights, we got gold tip arrows, we got all the shit that most shops don't have, West Coast has, because when they find a, a good-ass part, or when their pro staff says, I like this part, they get a bunch of them. They order a bunch of them. They don't just get one or two, and they don't have you waiting for six months, all right? Um, it's just like the, the title. Matthews has like pretty much every color combination in the world up there. Um 36s and 38s so if you want one west coast is going to have it if you get it from your shop the whatever shops nearby you you might be waiting 16 plus weeks for that bow that's four months means you have to wait till after vegas to shoot that bow if you want it now go to west coast get a discount um it'll be lucrative and it'll make me look like i'm doing my job so check it out WestCoastArcheryShop.com, discount code unfiltered. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I'm super jazzed right now. I, you know, I'm still hunting with an elite. I got my remedy up on the wall. I think I accidentally called it a revol on the last episode, but I'm still hunting with the remedy. When the Matthews hunting bow comes out, I am gonna hop onto that. <laughs> so I am, I am going, I'm going full Matthews after this um the elites a good bow I'm not shitting on the elites i'm not shitting on the elites at all but god damn matthew's got some tech they got some really intuitive tech on these new bows and i'm fucking all stoked for it so i'll let you guys know how it goes um stick with me here uh check out my commercials for my homies my buddy uh nick ingham with uh fling bowstrings Butch Baker and the last, uh, I'm sorry, not the last, the, the Mean Green uh, Bow uh, Vice. I'm using that right now. That was very handy yesterday. Uh, setting this bow up. Oh, man. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the stabilizer system. I'm just waiting for the bracket. Once the bracket comes in, I'm going to go buy the stabilizer system. Uh, I think it's going to be next week. West Coast is going to have those in. What else? What else am I throwing? I mean, this bow is pretty much set up for... What do I call it? Set up for war right now. I got the uh, the wide blade coming for you know for the, the tri uh, the tri rest. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I got my carbon craft bars on it right now. And it's feeling nice. So, let's get it, guys. 
Let's go start putting down some 300s. What's your training plan look like? Who's shooting? Who's making it out? I'm going to try to set... Okay. What's my... Yeah, I remember Jocko uh, Willenick is like discipline equals freedom. And I very much am in agreement with that. Uh, oh, that's right. A lot of people ask me about my diet. Speaking of discipline. All right. Uh, I have lost 40 pounds now since the last time I poked my head out of my cave. Um... I'm 40 pounds down, and my buddies are asking, like, dude, what, what diet do you want? If you guys want to try this diet, it's called the 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss, all right? If you want the, uh, it's, he doesn't care if I just tell you what it is. It's not like it's, you know, uh, what they call the, it's not like Shot IQ where you got to take the class, all right? Um, 4-Hour Body is, it's low carb, so it's just what you think. It's eating healthy, right? No, uh, no rice, no bread. They want you to eat beans um, instead of processed carbs. So you're gonna like pretty much a meal for me is beans um, or some kind of like I, I use noodles that are made out of beans from Trader Joe's, so I can fool myself into thinking I'm eating carbs, which you are. It, you know, it is still carbs. Um, it is a meat and a vegetable, right? They they don't even stress vegetables. It's mainly meat and beans, but I put vegetables in there to be regular. That's what's approved. Bread, rice, refined white stuff, cocaine, not on the diet. Not allowed to have it. So, um, but once a week, you get a cheat day. And on cheat day, you eat as much of anything you can. <laughs> and I'm fucking eating like, my go-to is a double filet of fish And they don't make double filet. I, I buy two filet of fishes and jam them together and eat them. That's my that's my cheat day move, and that's on top of whatever else. Like I think last week it was a double fillet of fish, and I think I I ate like a family sized bag of M and M's, right to the dome by myself. I'm still losing weight here. All right, uh, Tim Ferriss is like a big proponent of the the eighty twenty principle, which is like if you if you do good with your body eighty percent of the time, you can eat bad twenty percent of the time. The system won't won't realize it. Now, I gain like 10 pounds from cheat day, <laughs> like every cheat day, but it's all gone by Wednesday, and then I start losing weight again. Like, start losing like half pounds a day. Um, and then like Friday, yeah, it's about, this week I lost a lot. This week was like two weeks, but mostly I lose a pound a week. Um, let me see here. It's called, the book's called The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. Um... I got the audiobooks, and I think the audiobook was like 16 bucks. You can get, oh, the audiobook is 6 bucks, so even better. Super cheap. Um, it's been around for a while. I think the hard, I think I bought the hardcover for a buddy of mine that was like 5 bucks, but it was used. So the 4-Hour Body, the diet itself is called Slow Carb, right? A.K.A. Slow Carb 4-Hour Body. Um, I've done every diet. I've done keto, I've done carnivore. The problems with keto and carnivore, if you join the support groups on Reddit, it's all just complaining about how people fell off the wagon and how hard it, you know, I cheated, I feel like shit now, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. This bo this four-hour body diet is, it, it, you don't even have to read the book, just join the Reddit group. They'll tell you how to do it, right? If you don't want, like, to tell you guys, I'm not sponsored by Tim Ferriss or anything, but the diet is that easy. It is literally that easy to follow. Um, it's just, it rocks. There's a couple of rules that, to it. Like you got to have 30 grams of protein before an hour when you wake up, right? Because it helps keep you satiated throughout the day. I've been on that for so long now that like I just, I don't get, it takes me like two days to get hungry, but you still got to eat. So check it out, guys. It's you know, if you want to lose weight, I think they say, um, like, if you want to add years to your life, it's don't be overweight, right? I'm still over. I'm still fat. I've lost 40 pounds and I'm still fat. I'm working on it. I want to lose another 20. And I think another 20 will kind of get me into that, like, Cameron Haynes type body. And, and you know, what you guys are thinking, like, yeah, come on. You're right. You're right. I, I got bigger shoulders than Cameron Haynes. My biceps are bigger. My triceps are way bigger. So I'm never going to look like him. 
But, you know, I'm going for the abs now. Um, check it out, guys. 4-Hour Body. Uh, it's on... What? You can get the audiobook for hella cheap. I think it's Audible. I got it on iTunes. So, if you want. If you want. I'm a big fan. They get into... You know, the book gets into, like, how to stay rock hard, too, for banging. I don't know why. <laughs> I just gloss over that part. You don't need that. I already make babies, dude. <laughs> so, anyway. That's for the diet thing that everyone's asking me about. Yeah, I'm, I've lost 40. I'm still I'm still losing. I think I'm at, like, 42 pounds right now. Um, yeah. But I do want to start some kind of, like, shooting group. I'll probably start it on my uh, social media page, the Archery and Filter social media page, all right? And we'll get in on that. All right, guys, thanks for listening to me ramble and rant and rave. I love the new title, but let's give it a week, all right? There's, there's honeymoon phases for everything. But I can tell you right now, this ain't the Stratos. This is something else. If you guys want one, you don't want to wait. West Coast Archery, Petaluma, go get one. Hit me up first. Get the cheat codes, all right, guys? Have a wonderful, wonderful Friday. And uh, I hope you get to shoot your bow today. You dig? All right, guys. Love you. All right, guys. I want to share one of my favorite products with you guys. It is the Baker Archery Products Pro Shop Vice. Uh, my buddy Butch out in Idaho makes a sick bow vice. Uh, and you guys are probably wondering, well, why do I need a bow vice? It makes working on your bow super easy. It's one of those must-have things, like a bow press. Um, the shop vise, you mount it somewhere on your table. You know, with it, you can manipulate your bow any which way and lock it into a stationary position. You can level your sight axes. You can set up arrow rests, install D-loops, knock sets. Shit like that becomes real easy. Stuff you can do really fast on the fly. Um, and, you know, you probably do it better quality than doing it just sitting on your couch. <laughs> in front of the TV. I'm not the only guy that likes these products. You guys might have heard of Kyle Douglas, and he uses these. If you have any interest in seeing how they work, check out my Instagram. I'm going to put up a setup video where I'm setting up my hunting bow with one of these bad boys. They are sold at BakerArcheryProducts.com for the low price of $240. Through PayPal, you could be paying really low payments, like $22 a month. These things are legit, well worth the money. When you break it down into payments, shit, it, it's cheaper than hell. Check them out, bakerarcheryproducts.com. Tell my buddy Butch I directed you that way so he knows it is worth sponsoring this podcast, okay? All right. What's up, guys? You guys know my opinions on bowstrings. I think the, well, I think the top bowstrings in the world are made by Tom Parkinson. Uh, followed up by uh, Austin Kincaid. Those are some of my two favorites. I'm currently shooting uh, a set of bowstrings made by my good friend, Nick Ingham. And I would urge you guys to get out and check them out. Uh, Flingham Nation Bowstrings, it's an Idaho company, takes pride in every strand using only the best material, 452X. Trusted by the pros, this is true, myself and Nick included. Well, I don't think I'm a pro anymore, but Nick is definitely a pro. Uh, stretch for hours, uh, ready to go for performance. I know Nick stretches the strings under an insane load. Um, you know, and you guys, if anyone knows Nick Ingham, he's a, an elite shooter. He is, I mean, I don't mean the bow company. He is a badass shooter. He's been on the podium with guys like um, Chris Schaff and uh, Kyle Douglas. Uh, if you guys want to check these strings out, go to flingamnation.com. That's flingemnation.com. Uh, you can follow Instagram, uh, follow on Instagram, Facebook, Flingham Nation. Um, and another thing, guys, if you order a set of strings from Nick, uh, use code UNFILTERED. You get 10% off a set of strings. I, I'm personally all about, uh, well, first, I'm all about Nick. I, I love Nick as a dude, personally. Um, I love his family. And he's, he's breaking into string building, and he's building a damn fine set of strings. Uh, I'm going to post up a video pretty soon of uh, me installing his strings, doing some timing setup on my bow, and uh, you guys can see the quality on there, all right? All right, y'all, check them out. Fling them bow strings.
Guys, my favorite stabilizer is the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. I've been talking about this bar for three years now. Um, if you guys know me, you know I am a whore for gear, and the one thing I've kept constant is the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. You're probably going to ask why, Wendell. <laughs> well, quite frankly, the Carbon Craft Stabilizer is the stiffest, lightest, dampest stabilizer I've ever shot. Um, for the money, for the price point, it beats any other stabilizer. Performance-wise, it beats any other stabilizer. Um, if you're shooting any other bar, it's probably just because you're shilling. Alright? Check them out. Carbon Craft Stabilizers. You can order them with my friend Brian Webb down in Fresno, or you can call Rudy Sandoval at West Coast Archery. Finally, the show is brought to you by my friends Darren and Bet out in Napa, California. They are the owners and operators of DB Custom Coatings, the Sarah Coders out of Napa. Um, my friends Darren and Bet, they Sarah coat bows. They can make your old shitty bow look freaking new and awesome. They can make your boring stock colors look rare and special. Uh, Darren does an amazing job Sarah coating. He does anything from solid colors to American flags to fades to anything. I've seen him do a galaxy on a PSE before. It was nuts. Um, he does Casey Caulfield's bow. All right, check that out. Casey Caulfield on the side of the Lancaster truck. She's shooting the bow that Darren Saracoded. What does that tell you? Darren ain't no slouch. The dude is good enough for the Caulfield family. So, uh... Yeah, Darren's the shit. He's a super cool guy. He does releases too. You know, don't don't just think that he doesn't uh, do other things. I know he's done inserts or outserts. I think for hunting arrows for Chris Schaff. Uh all kinds of stuff. So if you guys are interested, hit him up. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Uh, you know, if you're a gun nut, if you can disassemble your your rifle, Darren can Cerakote that shit pink for you. You know. Um, Check them out. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Those guys are my friends. They are the one of the longtime oldest and biggest supporters of the show. So show them some love, all right? All right, everyone. Good night. Peace.